Are you hesitating to take the next step in your e-commerce journey? Founder Plus has you covered with proven frameworks tailored to your business needs for fast results, a supportive community of over 30,000 like-minded entrepreneurs and weekly live mentorship sessions. Founder Plus is your key to success. Try Founder Plus today for just $1 for seven days and start building your dream business with confidence. You can visit founder.com forward slash start dollar trial or click the link in the description to claim your trial. Right now is literally the best time to start an e-commerce business and here's why. In 2018, we created something that was a first of its kind, a comprehensive online course to start and launch your e-commerce business from scratch and we called it Start and Scale. Now, five years later, this course has helped 25,000 founders in 65 different countries kickstart their business ideas, including thousands who have achieved six and seven figure results. Founders like Lorianne Trin, who used Start and Scale to create a kids apparel brand that celebrates heritage. Or Samantha Brett, who used Start and Scale to build Naked Sundays into Australia's number one SPF skincare brand. Or April Scott, who used Start and Scale to gain the confidence to launch her luxury sleepwear brand. Although we've updated the program before, this year proved that right now is a defining moment for e-commerce and it's because of AI. With AI, what used to be slow is now fast. What used to be complex is now simple and what used to be expensive is now cheap. Every business is going to look so different in 10 years and if it doesn't look different, it'll likely be out of business. So we went back into the studio because we knew to keep start and scale valuable for your business, we had to update it with the most relevant tools and strategies. So today, we're proud to introduce the brand new Start and Scale 3.0 course. And this course is for you if you don't have an idea yet. You're going to learn the fastest path to creating brand names, product ideas, logos, images, all through the power of AI. Or if you already have an online store, you'll learn how AI can help you automate repetitive tasks, analyze customer data, create all sorts of different content, and even handle customer service and so much more. So whether you're a Start and Scale veteran with a flourishing e-commerce business, or you're hoping to take the first step to 2024, this new course will help you completely transform your e-commerce journey with the power of AI. We're super proud of this incredible program. This is the third iteration. We've spent so much time, hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if you want to know more and want to sign up, which I highly recommend you do, if you want to start a store and you're confused or you're not sure where to start, go to founder.com forward slash build my store. That's founder, F-O-U-N-D-R.com forward slash build my store. I can't wait to see you inside. What you need is thirst. You need to be a thirsty who is intent on learning. It's a really fascinating, fascinating exploration of human potential. Now. Now. now, the Founder Podcast. Even the greatest entrepreneurs had help. If you want to learn from the most successful founders on the planet, you are in the right place. Branson, Mark Cuban, Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Ariana Huffington, Go, Steve Case, Gary V, Sophia Amoroso, Robert Corcoran, Damon John. Learn from the greatest minds in business today with interviews hosted by Nathan Chan. This is not your average entrepreneur podcast. The Founder Podcast. Talia, welcome to our e-commerce AI Summit. Uh, really excited to speak with you today. You're an instructor on the Founder Platform. You've taught an incredible course. We actually haven't even released yet really on how to monetize your social, you're a master when it comes to TikTok, you're the founder of the Social Click, a full service digital marketing agency. 
which really specializes in social media. And then also um, you manage and leverage a group of 3,000 TikTok creators worldwide. So you know a lot when it comes to working with creators and then also creating content that really drives traction and brand growth and revenue. So excited to hear how you're using AI, everything that's happening. So before I jump in and we get into it, the first question I ask everyone that comes on is, how'd you get your job? Okay, how'd you find yourself doing the work you're doing today? I, firstly, Nathan, thanks so much for having me again. It's so nice to chat with you. Um, I found myself in my position basically by, I was in a corporate sort of job and the I was essentially just working as an administrative assistant and very quickly realized that that job really wasn't for me. And the day that I quit was the day that Tap to Shop on Instagram popped off. And so I saw that as an opportunity to basically learn social media and learn how to monetize it. And so at the time I enrolled myself in a course, I started to learn what was then very the, the base of social media and started to offer our services for free. Over the last five years, we've developed an agency of social media experts and I found myself in a founder position helping brands leverage social media in the best way possible. Um, and so it's been a journey of a founder and it's been a, an incredible um, yeah, opportunity to basically leverage socials and help brands do so as well. Mm. So let's talk about TikTok and AI. Um, you know, right now, uh, how does TikTok from your view of the world, incorporate AI? How does the algorithm work? What is the algorithm favoring? What are you seeing right now when it comes to client accounts? And yeah. Well, what we know is that TikTok is essentially, the algorithm is essentially founded upon AI. Their AI technology is basically um, monitoring users' engagement on the channel and then delivering videos in that, that sort of resonate with those users. So that's why TikTok ultimately is so addictive and why brands can essentially take such advantage because this AI software that's working in the back end of their algorithm is monitoring the behavior of individuals and then delivering content. It goes even as far to say that there's an element of face recognition. So if you're using like a content creator with the right sort of um, with with a certain face age demographic, it's essentially going to the algorithm is going to identify this person's face and deliver that content to to users of a similar demographic. So what we're seeing with TikTok and the algorithm overall is that it's really using this sort of real time level um, to monitor behavior and preferences of users and deliver content accordingly. Yeah. So let's talk about how brands can use TikTok. So if you're an early stage brand, just starting out, you've got your product, how do people get started with TikTok? How often should people be posting? Talk to us about that. And like, I know you, you taught an incredible program on our platform, which we haven't released yet. Coming soon, if you're not a member, make sure you sign up to Founder Plus to get access to it. We have programs relaunching all the time. But for those that like are just kind of dipping their toes or wanting to understand TikTok and use it as a platform to grow their e-commerce business, what would you say is a starting point? 
Well, first things first, create an account. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the second thing I would recommend is just essentially consume content on the channel, right? Take 15 minutes out of your day, watch what's happening on TikTok in order to understand the type of content that other brands are putting out to the platform. From there, you have the base knowledge as to what you can expect on that platform to start to generate a strategy that will work for your brand. So for me, I feel as though monitoring those trends, monitoring the behaviors on the channel and what the AI algorithm is essentially telling you is the best way for you to start your journey with TikTok. Um, start by then putting together a really strong um, sort of strategy that includes both proactive and reactive content. Proactive content being content that you can really pre-plan and that you can really, um, yeah, post at any time and it still be relevant. Think about those days in a life, the product explainers, the testimonial type videos when it comes to TikTok um, with a combination of allowing for space for reactive content. So the on-trend content that the algorithm is consistently spitting out and showing you as an opportunity to basically leverage um, the For You page. So if you are going to start with TikTok, which I would highly recommend if you are a brand, start by creating essentially a channel consuming content, monitoring what's happening on that channel, and then starting to put together a strategy that includes both proactive and re reactive content. I think the combination of both is really the best way to sort of start to play around with the brand, A-B test sort of um, content, A-B test the algorithm to see what is going to work best for your brand long-term. Got you. And do you use the TikTok native editor to create content or you use something like CapCut? What do you recommend? So the native editor I find amazing because it essentially gives you the trends that are currently working on the platform. It showcases and is able to sync music with your videos. It has a range of different sort of features that the app um, wants to see on its, on its for, for you page. But we also use a combination of, say, CapCut um, and, and Adobe in order to create even higher, um, yeah, higher producing videos. CapCut is an exceptional AI tool that allows us to essentially use um, the videos that we take and put into a certain um, oh, what's the word? And put into a certain. Uh, format and it will and it will spit it out accordingly yeah okay interesting um so talk to me around like how often you should post and you talked about proactive and reactive content should you be posting like videos with yourself talking through your product or do you want just kind of crazy product videos like how how do people like what are some go-to styles or is it just yeah when it comes to quantity I would always say quality over quantity when it comes to TikTok videos um, rumor has it that posting two twice a day is probably the optimal level but I know as early starter founders it's almost impossible to deliver content at that level so I would definitely start with 
essentially four times a week um, as a as a base minimum and then scale or pull back accordingly. Yeah. And do you want to have a combination of creators, but if you can't afford that to use them, like what's your take there? I think creators are an amazing tool because they essentially showcase a diverse range of age, gender, ethnicity, demographics, making your product relevant to the target audience that, um, yeah, making the product relevant to the target audience that you're essentially trying to sell to. So I think that that's a huge opportunity that if you can and afford to use creators, incorporating them makes your content, makes your brand more relevant to the masses. Yeah. And then when it comes to like, okay, so you start creating content, reactive, proactive, start understanding the platform. Is it about follower numbers or what really from your your experience drives clicks, drives traffic, drives people wanting to go and buy an e-commerce product from TikTok, from your experience? From our experience, it's the reactive content and the trend-based content that really drive the clicks, right? Because we know that the AI algorithm is essentially looking for content that supports the trends that they're seeing perform well. So it's going to favor that type of content on the For You page. So what you'll see is that if you use a suggested audio or you use a suggested trend, TikTok is essentially going to favor that piece of content above all else, above followers, above follower numbers, above engagement numbers. They just want to see those trends almost take off. So in my eyes, what we're seeing, the best way to enhance clicks um, and actually build that channel is by using that reactive trend-based content. Yep. Got you. Okay. And then what other advice would you give to e-com founders when it comes to TikTok that are just getting started or perhaps perhaps they're not getting the traction they're looking for? I think when it comes to TikTok, try and get involved as much as you possibly can. What we see with AI is there's a range of tools essentially helping people create content. But what we're seeing is that level of authenticity sort of dropping in doing so. So if you can get involved and be the personality, be the face of the brand, showcase the behind the scenes of the company, what you'll you'll see perform really well on TikTok is that people will want to engage in that sort of content. It's because it's what makes your brand unique. It's the reason why someone would choose to purchase from your brand above all else. So by showcasing that personality from the founder and from the company itself really puts you in a unique position. Mm, yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's talk about AI tools. Like what what tools are you using in your business right now? And, uh, you know, or talk to me about like the, the features in, in software that you're using as well in AI tools. Chat GPT is my best friend <laughs> and we use it company wide. Not only does it help us generate content ideas, but it also helps us with captions, in script text like hooks. It really provides us with a range of great copy that we can use across our social plans. Not only that, from an agency perspective, it's helping us deliver on emails. It's helping us transcribe key key, um, meetings. It's helping us really, really make our processes more efficient every single day. Yeah, got you. So it's not just enough though, just to like type 
create five videos or five scripts on how to grow your TikTok following or like, you know, for, you know, why, why this awesome, uh, you know, activewear brand, uh, you should, you should uh, buy the product. Like, you know, it, it give us five ideas. Like, so how do you train it? Talk us like what, what insights, advice do you have around training it? So I think you need to look at chat GPT as a person, right? I know it's not a person, but look at it as a person that you need to date initially. You need to feed them as much information, ask it questions, let it ask you questions in order for you to get the perfect outcome from the channel. It's really about feeding it your tone of voice, feeding it examples, feeding it information about your brand in order for it to be able to develop the right sort of content plan. When I talk to ChatGPT, I'll often say, start with hi ChatGPT. We're in the process of doing X, Y, and Z. This is our tone of voice. These are some examples that I've liked previously. Can you help me with essentially providing five other examples? And what we'll see is it will spit if, if we provide that sort of context and that information, it will spit out generally information and guide us in a much better and stronger way that applies to our brand than if we just ask for five broad ideas. Got you. And how long has it taken you to really kind of get it dialed in to real, like, has it got better over time? And, and you still like, yeah, talk us through kind of how long it would take for you to, to you know, create a, a, a video script for a video or, yeah. Well, I think chat GPT is really just a starting point. It's not, it's not the be all and end all, right? It's providing you with guidance and it's providing with great ideas, but generally we don't take what chat GPT gives us verbatim. We use it as almost like a guide. So, what we find is we've essentially created a range of different templates in the way in which we provide the right information. We feed that to them. We ask it for ideas. And if we're not happy with those ideas, explain to them why we're not happy with those ideas and keep sort of going back and forth until we get it right. From there, we take it and adapt it to what we know is going to be the perfect sort of outcome for the brand. So for us, it, there's no sort of length of time. It's really about just providing it with as much information. And if it's not delivering, providing it with feedback so that it can improve. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode and learning a ton. As you know, in this series, we interview some of the greatest founders of our generation to find out how they did it. However, if you're thinking of starting your own business and you want to hear from some incredible stories from everyday people like you or I who are actually in the trenches, only been building their business for maybe one year or two years, like that are building right now and they're really in the early stages, but they're getting success. You should come and check out our new podcast from Zero to Founder, hosted by our community manager, Molly Flynn. These are in the trenches stories from our very own successful students that have gone through some of our programs. People just like you who are deep within the process of building their very own successful business. These are the founders of tomorrow. You can find the From Zero to Founder podcast on all platforms. And remember, it's founder without the E. All right, now let's jump in the show. Are you using any other uh, generative AI tools like Bard or Claude or Bing? 
<laughs> we're using a lot of CapCut in our agency at the moment. And we're also using a lot of TikTok's in-app sort of editing feature um, because obviously we're trying to generate as much video content as possible that's on trend that the AI algorithm is going to favor. So for us, pretty much ChatGPT, CapCut and TikTok's in-app editing are probably our three greatest tools and greatest assets for our agency. Got you. And so when you're creating the content, are you scripting it? Yes, we are scripting it using generally chat GPT by providing it with context of who our target audience is, what's the key messaging, what has performed well previously, and then allowing it to to adapt. Yeah, got you. And then, all right, so... The videos are scripted. Can you use like a teleprompter to create the video? So you're just using like a teleprompter app, are you using a teleprompter app on your phone, shooting it and then putting in the editor? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We I use the app teleprompter on my phone um, and essentially, yeah, we put that script in the app, we film it and then we use a tool like CapCut or TikTok's in-app editing in order to edit that that scripted content. Got you. And do you have any principles when it comes to like what what a viral video on TikTok will look like? Like you've always got to have a hook. Like is there any other other pieces like that they must follow or must kind of have these elements if you want if you even publish the video and get it ready? Yeah. So I think the ultimate piece of TikTok content really starts with a hook always. So it draws someone's attention. It then often sort of presents a problem um, and provides a little bit of a failed solution in the process before introing the product. When you intro that product, really provide those USPs, the benefits, and sort of demo that product before providing a, a call to action at the end. So that in my eyes, the ultimate piece of content really incorporates all those different sorts of elements. And I tell ChatGPT that when I ask it for a script so that we can get it 100% every time. Yeah, got you. And then what about video length? Video length, 15 to 30 seconds is the idea. So that means to shoot a video, it doesn't take that long, right? Doesn't take that long because also you're using these sort of tools around you that can provide you with that information and help you edit it quickly, help you script it quickly and help you video it quickly. Mm, Yeah, okay, interesting. And you're always about kind of when it comes to I guess, TikTok videos, they've got to be made for the platform, right? Like you wouldn't take something that's been already already shot in another format. You always go TikTok first and then you publish it out to other platforms? Exactly. We always say that essentially all um, – no Instagram content is relevant on TikTok – but some TikTok content is relevant on Instagram. So as part of my course, it really takes a TikTok first approach because if we can create TikTok content, then we know that some of that content can be applied to other platforms and then you can essentially fill in the gaps. Yep, got you. And can you just give us an example of like a brand or maybe you can't share the brand's name, but like the kind of traction, if you get this right, you can get from like, getting this right? We worked with a meat company that essentially we used a trend-based creator and a trend-based concept in order to introduce 
sort of the, the perfect TikTok approach. And we saw in a number of days that video go absolutely viral with 7 million views worldwide and resulted in a, a sold out product essentially. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the one thing that I found really interesting and it's definitely something that's up and coming is a lot of e-commerce brands are being built off the back of TikTok or like, you know, using TikTok videos, then putting them on Instagram reels as well. And they're not paying anything for traffic and they're just basically blowing up. I mean, it's almost like a once in a lifetime opportunity. And we did have this a little bit with Instagram early days, but never before have brands had the opportunity to go as viral, get as many views by simply posting a video without even putting paid budget behind it. If you can nail the content strategy, you can essentially ensure that the brand's longevity and ensure that you're going to build a community on a, a, a great platform that is consistently going to deliver. Yeah, 100%. Okay. So it's, you know, I think anyone watching this right now, it's pretty clear you need to be using TikTok to grow your brand. It's a great traffic source if you get it right. Um, how long would it, like, I know it's it's a difficult question to ask around like how long, it's kind of like how long is a piece of string, but how do you really know, like, how long to keep going on a platform like this? Like, how long, how long would you expect it to take? Like, months? six months, 12 months, like what sort of commitment should you make to yourself as a founder and how much time would you recommend spending on a platform like this in the early stages? So all it takes is one video, right? And it's hard to quantify what one video sort of looks like because it takes one video to go viral, but it could have taken 50 videos previously for you to learn what's worked well and what hasn't worked well. In my eyes, if you're setting out a social strategy, at a minimum, I'd be looking to invest 12 months into that strategy. Now, it's not to say that that strategy won't change or shouldn't be adapted during that time, but it really is important that you set out 12 months that you're going to consistently invest, you're going to consistently report on what you're seeing on this channel and produce content in line with those sort of results. Um, so as a founder, early days, I believe that building a social presence and that sort of community is probably one of the most foundational things that you can do because that community is going to tell you what what they're seeing with your product, how they're finding it, how you can improve, where you're outperforming your competitors. They're going to consistently provide you with that feedback. So make it a priority when you're actually putting together your, your sort of calendar. Yeah. Got you. Okay. So let's switch gears. We've shared, we've talked about tools, talked about TikTok, we've talked about strategy, we've talked about content. Um, can you share any like, like actual chat GPT prompts that, uh, help your team with creative ideas and copy, like any exact prompts? Yeah. So as I said, we usually start with actually saying hi to it as a starting point. And we, I mean, I can, I can essentially tell you, we would say hi chat GBT. We're in the process of working on a social media content plan for this brand and we'll give a brand name. 
the posts will go out on this platform and this platform, so often Instagram and TikTok, and the brand's tone of voice includes these sort of elements and doesn't include these sort of elements. So we talk about, I don't know, the, the types of ways we describe the tone of voice, voice like authenticity, excitement, best friend-like, whatever that sort of looks like, um, in order to make sure that that tone of voice is really, really strong. Um, and then from there, we'd say these are some copy examples that we'd like to include. So then I'll often give it three examples that have performed exceptionally well for this brand. Um, and then I'll then go on to say some words that I don't want it to include before asking it to generate a range of different captions for a post sort of concept. So if my post is the day in a life of a founder, right, I'll say this post is a day in the life of a founder who has interviewed with a range of different um, podcasts. They've um, essentially mentored their team. They've tested a range of new products. Can you help me with a one-liner for that sort of piece of content? And TikTok will start to spit out. I mean, not TikTok. ChatGPT will essentially start to spit out um, arrange different captions that align with how you've briefed it. Yep, got you. And then when it comes to, I guess, um, implementing AI tools or AI solutions for founders, what do you see as like the biggest challenges that they face right now? I think it's change management and that the team's apprehensive to actually utilize um, AI. They think that it's going to replace people's jobs. Um, but I also think for everyday founders, there's a level or, or a lack of knowledge essentially in the different platforms available. Only the platforms that are really in mainstream media, I think people are leveraging. There's a range of different other sorts of AI tools that could really assist business owners that we're probably not leveraging enough. So in my eyes, I think it's about taking the time to research what's available and then um, starting to implement the best solutions for your business. Okay. And then I was going to say with the rise of these content, AI content creation tools, how do founders remain true and authentic to their brand? I think it's really about showcasing that behind the scenes and the founder presence all the time. Um, because if you are using AI to basically generate um, a range of your social media posts, what you'll find is it does become a little stagnant and it does become um, a little bit same same to what everyone else is producing. So the best way for you to remain authentic to your brand and build that personality is by a founder showing their face and getting involved in content, as well as showcasing the companies behind the scenes or the process or that sort of storytelling element that AI can't actually generate itself. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that that's, a, that's something else I'm noticing like in TikTok, or when it comes to e-commerce brands from a TikTok perspective, you do see a lot of founders actually kind of take people on the journey behind the scenes. And even as a build up to their launch, that's something as well I've noticed, right? And that builds hype, that builds awareness. But you never really saw that on Instagram, right? Like I remember in the early days, Instagram, when I grew the, uh, the founder account to like, you know, a million plus followers in about a year or two, um, 
it was more it like it, you didn't really show behind the scenes per se that much but like in tiktok it's very kind of pro creator pro personal brand pro behind the scenes pro authenticity well i think in those days nathan it was about showcasing the perfect sort of um approach to business at any given time no one was actually showing potentially some difficulties that came about. But when you're actually taking people on that journey about some challenges that you faced, I don't know, the packaging came out wrong or I had to redesign my logo or this didn't work out and you're showcasing the amount of work and effort that has gone into launching this brand, people really engage with that level of storytelling. Mm, Yeah, I agree. Um, So where do you see the future of AI going? in the next five years? I'm so excited. I honestly think it's gonna make people machines every single day. Um, As a founder, even now, like I'm incorporating a range of different AI elements every day in essentially writing my emails, organizing my calendar, every sort of everyday tasks that are mundane, I'm using tools in order to help me and to make me more efficient all the time. So I think I'm the most excited to see AI sort of make people more efficient every single day, but also solve problems that potentially people haven't been able to so far. So I don't know, I think we're going to see a level of adaption in health services, environmental services, um, a range of different sort of channels that people that that essentially people haven't been able to solve but ai can Mm, yeah i i agree so i'm i'm curious as well like what are the is it still chat gpt for day to day like helping with emails calendar how do you do calendar management so chat gpt with the emails this is my biggest hack and i think everyone needs to hear this i essentially voice record myself talking through the email that I want to send. I will then take that sort of um, transcript from that audio note and copy and paste it into ChatGPT and ask it to write me an email outlining what I had I had essentially voice recorded. And it will essentially spit out an entire email that I can send off so efficiently that it's it honestly saves me hours and hours every single day. Yeah, wow. So you spend a lot of time on email. A lot of time on email, a lot of time on kind of um, talking to people, mentoring people. Um, and I know exactly what I want to say. Chat GPT doesn't know what, what I want to say. But by the time I actually curate that email and I, and I type it out, um, it takes, it does take a lot of time. Whereas this way I could be walking somewhere. I could be on my way to a meeting. I'm literally audio recording it and it's writing the email for me. And do you use the chat GPT phone app at all? I do sometimes. I generally use my computer more often. Okay. All right. Well, um, a couple last questions, Tyler, then we've got to wrap, but, uh, How can AI tools do you think give e-commerce founders a competitive edge in the market? And then my last question as well on top of that is, are there any questions that you wanted me to ask that I didn't ask or any final words of wisdom to share with our community? I think in every way possible, AI can give e-commerce founders the opportunity. It can help with content generation. It can help with ideas. It can help with organizing your time, copywriting, writing emails, 
training, problem solving, customer support, well-being support, literally can throw out and give you tools in order to make you a better person every single day. So use it to your advantage. You know, these tools are available to us, like they've never been available to us before. And if you can, if it can assist you and make you that more efficient, that much better in your skills, then why not take advantage of it? Love it. And, uh, any questions that I didn't ask you that you wanted me to ask you or any final words of wisdom you want to share? If you are an e-commerce founder and you are looking to launch a product, you already have an established business, using AI can only make you better. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Talia. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for sharing all of your experiences on TikTok, content creation, I know I took away a lot. We're not where we want to be even for founder on TikTok. So there's a ton that we can go and implement. So thank you so much. Thanks, Nathan. It was great chatting to you. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed this interview. As you might already know, our mission at Founder is to help tens of millions of people every single week with our content, either start or grow their business which is exactly why we're partnering with world-class founders such as Damon John, Alexa Von Tobel, Greta Van Riel, and so many more to teach crucial skills such as negotiation, finance, e-commerce, and so much more. So if you'd like to get access to these free exclusive trainings, please go to founder.com forward slash free. These are 100%. We go super in-depth on teaching a particular topic and I know that you're going to love them if you enjoy this podcast. So just go to founder.com forward slash free. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode.